0: Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana, and I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic. If you would like to contact us, it's Radio Rehab at gotoproductions.com. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. You can call or text 415-496-9511, even when we're not in studio. If you're just joining us for the first time, we are a daily show where I have a guest co-host on with me for the entire week, and we talk all things recovery. This week, we are lucky enough to have our friend, Greg Baldwin, stand-up comedian, as well as someone who works in the field of recovery on the show. Today, we discuss his service work. He goes into jails and prisons, which is extremely admirable and pretty cool. Let's hear about it.
1: Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keyes.
0: Here with Greg Baldwin on Radio Rehab. Thank you for joining us, Greg.
1: Yes, it's so great to be here.
0: So uh, let's talk about. Um, I think we were going to talk about going into jails. Oh yeah. Today, so this, one of the many ways you give back is you do that.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I when you know so I, when I got sober, uh, you know I went I worked a recovery program and part of the re- pro- program of recovery is to give back what's been given to you. So somebody had told me about the, that you can um, go speak to people in. Hospitals and rehabs, and sh- share your story and try to do service that way. So, I, I was like, "Yeah, that'd be awesome." So, I started doing that. And when when things make me feel good and give me pleasure, I abuse it. So, I started speaking on like nine panels a, a month. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was I've spoken in every mental institution and halfway house in Los Angeles, pretty much that would take us. And uh, and I started doing that for a while. And then I heard you can go into jails. And I was like, yes. And because I, I, um, I loved watching those uh, locked up and all those TVs where the uh-huh. p- shows where they're passing kites and stuff about gangs and stuff. So right. I'm like, yeah, I want to go into jail. So a year and a half after I was incarcerated in jail, uh, I got cleared to speak into jail in the jails. And it I started speaking uh, on these panels. And like, it's so incredible because you like go through the cells, you walk in, you go into the like there's these dorm areas and all the inmates come out. And you sit down, and and it's just incredible to be like in jail, uh, talking to inmates to do service. And that's so that's been my thing. I started doing that, and uh, for for a while. And then I heard uh, this guy calls me up, and he said, "Hey, we heard you're doing such a great job in jails. We want to make you uh, panel chairman of this Pod One Forty Two at Twin Towers in L.A." So I did that, and then after about six months of doing that, uh, my friend became director of jails for this uh, service group, and he said, uh, we're going to make you supervisor of Twin Towers and Men Central jails. So I like I supervised all the panels and did these spreadsheets and turned in reports on attendance and, and stuff, and I did that for two years. Then my friend, um, my other friend became director of jails. She appointed me tw- supervisor of Twin Towers, Men Central, and Wayside jails. So I did that, but then in 2013, I got voted in as director of jails, Uh, For this for this uh, service organization, which is incredible, because like that was my title, like director of jails. Oh, my
0: God.
1: You know, after being 118 pounds, missing teeth, living out of my car to be be director of jails. And then I got voted in as director of the whole program for a while. And I did that. But it was like it's like the most amazing experience. And when you're going and you're you're doing service work, you're not getting anything in return. You know, you walk out of there with this overall sense of freedom. That, you know, you can only get from, you know, that I would only get from, you know, drinking or using. It was like, it's just the most incredible feeling when you're doing stuff to try to help other human beings.
0: Right. And, and the fact that, you know, you're so blessed as to be able to leave when that, you know, when that door closes, they have to stay there. Yeah. And it's, um, do you find that they're receptive? I've always wondered, like, how receptive they would be in jails.
1: They are. I mean, a lot of people come out that might not identify, you know, as an alcoholic or a drug addict. Uh, but they want to hear the stories and maybe, you know, I mean, so my job is just to tell my story and plant the seeds. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's not about moving, you know, moving the masses. It's about reaching the individual person that might need to hear your message. But there was one instance that I had that I, gone to Twin Towers, Pod 152, like three months in a row. And this kid come up, came out to me, and he, uh, this inmate came out to me and he says, hey, I'm getting out on Friday. What do I do? So I told him this recovery group to go meet at and I, I, on Friday night and I told him I'd meet him there. So he didn't show up. And uh, about four months later, I was at this uh, group and then all of a sudden I see this kid staring at me and I'm like, well, this is uncomfortable. And then he like, (laughs) he started running after me and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, hey, hey, do you remember me? And I'm like, no. And he's like, from jail. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? And he's like, dude, you wouldn't believe what happened. I got out. I started drinking and I hit a bottom and I came here looking for you, but you weren't here. And uh, I raised my hand, and, like, all these people surrounding me, they got me into a sober living. He goes, I'm sober three months.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. And
1: uh, and then I, about a year after that, we were at this group, th- this recovery group, and he was sharing his story, and he started telling how uh, somebody had come into jail and said something that saved his life, and he looked at me and he smiled. And I, like, at that moment, I, like, had a moment of clarity, and I realized that, you know, my recovery is not about my job or myself, you know, my money or you know any of those things uh and i realized it wasn't just about that personal freedom i got from you know from from recovery but it was really about service that is so
0: cool the
1: whole program of recovery is about service and i had the opportunity when i was director of jails to get him cleared to speak into jails and him and i we went back to the same jail he was incarcerated and we did a panel together
0: that is so cool
1: and it was i mean it's just incredible
0: and oh still, my god! He's still clean and sober he today. Is yeah. That is so great. I mean, that's like really seeing the program in action. Mm-hmm. That would make me feel so good. Because I, I, uh, the H and I I did. I was a secretary at a treatment center mm-hmm. um, once a week, and the girls would always be like, "Hey, what do?" And I, they'd come up to me, and I tell them where to go, mm-hmm. and maybe I would see one of them. Yeah. And then they would. It, it's like they always would kind of fall off, but I always. Um, attested that to these treatment, some of these treatment centers. Um, first of all, like a 28 day treatment center doesn't do it, would never do anything for me unless I was already completely positive that I was going to stay sober before I went in there. And yeah. it was just to put 30 days between me and the last drink or drug. Yeah. But like, yeah, these treatment centers that are like, you know, $20,000 mm-hmm. for like a month and... I see these people getting out of there, and they don't even they they don't even let them like give them a book to leave yeah. with. They like have nothing, and it's just.
1: It's really. It's. I think it's really about the willingness of the oh, person. Oh God! Yeah. So, you know, and uh, that's when I went to rehab. I've been to two. That for me, when I went in the last one, I was done. Yeah. And I was willing to take direction. You know. So, but if the if the, you can't give somebody willingness, they have to. You know, that has to come from them. You know. So, yeah. But, I couldn't have got sober without rehab because just like you, I needed, I needed a, a break and I needed, needed to be away from, you know, any ability to use yeah. drugs. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it all comes down. There's uh there's this doctor that studied like 10,000 alcoholics and drug addicts and he tried to figure a psychiatrist and he tried to figure out what was the one common thread of people that had recovered uh and you know and there's a lot of different ways to recover but and he studied he studied all these you know ten thousand alcoholic and drug addicts and he found one common thing and it was a total collapse of the human ego which to me means a total surrender right you know and uh those those that was the one common thread of everybody that recovered and you see people come in and they haven't they haven't let go or, or surrendered
0: Right. I totally see that. And I, I see what you're talking about the total collapse of the human ego because you can't be worried about anything else. Yeah. It's like I saw um, this time, I think when I had like three months sober, I saw a newcomer come in off the streets. He was like still drunk. Uh, you know, coming out of his pores. He was in a really bad way. And somebody said, you you need to go check yourself in. Like, it's this, you know, detox center where they basically give you a mat on the floor. Mm -hmm. They said, go there and check in and then come back here. And he did. And I Uh was like, that guy's going to stay. And he's still sober.
1: That's incredible. I
0: know. I love seeing stuff like that. It's like, you know, when someone's willing, you know, you know, it's like not a waste of time. It's,
1: I mean, there's nothing like seeing somebody that, that comes in and like is totally you know you could just they're just totally devastated and and look horrible and then like six months later they look a completely different and healthy and happy and working yeah. out yeah it's amazing to see people recover from you know, the active ad- addiction.
0: It really is. It's even like, that's why I'm glad that I have pictures. La- my last, my relapse that I was on, I was like, God, if I wish I had a camera crew following me around. Because nobody would believe this. How mm-hmm. I can go from where I was to just be on the streets and be yeah. fine with it. Um, and that's, like, that was really scary. And I decided, like, if I made it out of that alive... I was gonna talk about it and I was gonna help people somehow
1: I was 118 pounds missing three teeth I lost my career at CBS I crashed my car with no insurance lost my driver's license moved back in with my parents they kicked me out I was living out of my car got arrested for possession uh, was looking at jail time and uh and I, I then I got clean and sober and today I weigh 170 pounds I, I started dating a dentist got all my teeth fixed
0: uh, <gasps> that's I know. so funny It was like a
1: god shot and uh Uh, And then uh, I I work for a group of treatment centers. I've admitted personally, I've admitted over a thousand people into treatment. Uh, I'm a stand up comedian at night. I have a podcast during the day. Um, uh, I just got to make an appearance on my uh, my old work where I used to work at uh, on the radio show there. And it's like everything. And I'm performing at the punchline. It's you know, it's just incredible. My whole life is like completely turned around. And it's like I live this wonderful life. But you know what, I don't have any any of it. If I don't help other human beings, you know, if I don't dedicate my life to service, I don't have any of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's how we keep it is to give it away. Yeah, that's so cool. I'd like to thank Greg Baldwin for being an excellent guest host on the show this week. He will be back with us tomorrow for Epic Addict Fail because it's Wednesday and that's what we do on Wednesdays and he's got an amazing story for you guys you're gonna love it keep coming back sex and drugs and rock and roll is all my brain and body need sex and drugs and rock and roll